Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Okay. I am a robot. My name is Simon. Uh, no, I'm not really listeners. It's just joking. Oh, fucking okay. Hey, Dean, if I was a robot, if you found out I've been a robot all this time, yeah, would you be uh, disappointed and angry, or would you be okay with it, knowing that we've had a lovely time together? Uh, I'm pretty more impressed than anything, because like, you know, I have noticed at any point that uh, you have any sort of non-human traits, apart from, well, actually, no, all the stuff you do is very human. So uh, I'd be thrown. I'd be very thrown. If my family, the coroners and the funeral directors are listening, then that sentence there, he had all human traits. Just label that on all the merchandise that you're going to be selling at my funeral. Merchant of funeral. That's right. What are you, the Pope? <laughs> be the Pope. I am the robot Pope. Well, you're not the Pope yet. That doesn't mean anything. But 19th they all normally, so fair enough. Dean, what are you going to show me this week, Dean? Simon, I have a thing to show you, which uh, um, it's not the thing itself. It's more like the the, the surroundings around it. Um, okay. So it's a bit of deduction work I want to do. So just give me a second. I'm going to bring it up on the screen. I think I am Britain's uh, number one detective at the moment, then. So yeah, um, yeah. Hmm. Top, top three easily. Okay. I think three, so. Two, one. Wow, is someone spray cleaning the floor? Ah, not the floor. Oh, oh they're making like a cat shape out of it. No, make it even. That's not quite what's happening here. What are they doing? Yep. That's a good question, isn't it? It's industrial cleaning techniques on display. Yes, very much that. Floor cleaning techniques. Oh, so you're saying this was already there and it was just covered in thin? Yeah. Wow, look at that. Oh, it's like a beautiful um, kitten. kitten. It's a cat yeah, rug. It's a yeah, yeah, it's a rug shape of a cute little orange. Okay. Yeah. It's being cleaned industrially, as you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. It's like the the extent of cleaning that you do on like a spaceship returning from um, Shitville <laughs> 1. Much, yeah. It's a full yeah. defrag, yeah. My God. If, so so that's, that's a rug. How on earth would you get a rug to that condition of absolute filth? That, that is exactly why I brought this to your attention. Now, this is um, Carpet ASMR. Uh, there's a few accounts like this on Instagram. I got to uh, point in the direction by... Friend of mine, uh, I can't remember who it was, maybe, maybe Emma or Sean, one of my psychology friends, saying these are one of the things I like to watch. On it, they sort of soothing. Like they just take rugs and they clean them industrially, so it's like a nice sort of um, rewarding. It's, it's 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 a pleasant thing to watch things being cleaned, deep cleaned industrially. Um, I have a sort of I like some of these things, like these ones I watch on YouTube, which are rusty old like uh, toy cars being okay. restored. That's something weirdly peaceful about that and i i get it i get like these are nice things to watch like oh something being restored to its mm. proper beauty so I, I get why that's appealing you know it's something humans like to have their you know seeing things be cleaned and stuff and this is in this case it's a it's a uh novelty cat yeah but like you say my question is how the giddy fuck did this might get this dirty because <laughs> it's literally pitch yes, black yes, when you yes, start yes. it 
absolutely pitch black. Like, well, it's going to be an inch of film yeah. on that, at least. What happened? What happened to this to this cat rug to make it that dirty? What do you say? Any particular guesses? I really clear? don't know. It's, like, um, I've got photographs of my father when he used to work down the, the mine and that, and it, he didn't look that filthy. He wasn't yeah. like a, a black lump. <laughs> yeah. It looks like um, the mat is set, when, when it starts off, listen, the, the rug looks like it's either been used as a sort of like a something to dance on in Glastonbury during one of the particularly heavy rainy years, or like it's been dredged to the bottom of the Dead Sea yeah. or something. It's something just. It's black. It's pure black. Yeah, it's pure black. It's covered in like, it's literally like a, a full mat of clay. It's got to be inches and inches it's, of filth on it. Yeah. Now, I get you could have, you know, if you find like a house which is in a sunken area or... I'm not yeah. sure how you... I don't think it's something that could get that dirty by um, general wear and tear. I'm not even sure how you would get something that filthy just to make an Instagram video of you cleaning it. Yeah, thank you, because that was my next thing. Because if you look at the comments on this, um, the comments are generally... How is it this dirty? How, <laughs> how can it possibly get that dirty? Huge waste of water cleaning something that filthy yes. to make it dirty. Did someone use this carpet as a toilet? <laughs> so even no, it's a very popular video. It's got like seventy-five thousand mm-hmm. likes or some yeah, no, no, seven hundred thousand likes. But it's also even if the, the talk comments of people saying this isn't real, this is clearly fake. You've you've made this you've made this dirty yes. on purpose. Well, that, like without the shadow of doubt, they have done that. They must have done. Yeah, even if you could like find a rug which is you know, has been abandoned in, like say, in, in a sunken yeah. house, you know, where there's a silt and mud at the bottom of a river or something. If you if you did have that, that would mean the rug itself would be quite weak, structurally compromised. This thing has just been jet washed yeah. for like twenty minutes, and it's fine. It's absolutely fine. It's clearly not decayed anyway. No. So they've just. But how have they made it this dirty? I really don't understand it. There's layers and layers of filth. Like they scrub it, they jet wash it, they scrub it again, they put on industrial cleaner, more spray, more buckets now. All right, it's impressive they're doing it. But like, there's enough rugs in the world, and they like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, who needs a novelty cat rug yeah. this badly? <laughs> Are these people a business where they will clean your house for you or something like that? I'm guessing so, because they got a, it looks like they got a full wet room. If, if this is somebody doing this on their spare time without any like idea of making money off it then i think that's worse in a way if this is a thing to advertise a company (laughs) (laughs) the thing is as well if if they have just caked that filth on there then it has no time to bed in yeah so like the things are nonsense anyway like you can easily spray off with a jet uh, recent filth. They go through. As all the fucking uh, doctors and nurses who have done that to my ass will attest. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you've ever had your ass jet washed, I'm, I sort of want to know about it, but not really. <laughs> hey, Dean, what's the filthiest thing you've ever seen, do you think? Oh, no. I actually, uh, for a summer, I actually um, worked with my father in his the house renovation company. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we had to empty out some places. And um, one place he went to, a woman still lived there, and she lived with the six dogs. We went to her back garden, and they had a shed in it. So you'd clear that shed. So we took the, the door off, 
And one of the guys, big, big, heavy, sort of heavy set builder guy, like proper Port Talbot to Rue Hardman, <laughs> opened the door and went, his mask gone and threw up instantly. Because <laughs> something in there, I don't, don't know what it was, it had decayed so much we couldn't identify oh it anymore. It's like, <laughs> so like, really? Um, I had sort of a strong stomach, it turns out, and which came in handy from the, um, yeah. you know, the the embalming job. So that was, um, I, don't, I don't call those filthy. They were technically very hygienic and clean. That was the whole point, but they were not pleasant. But you know, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. But you know what? Scaling back a bit, I was talking this on today, coming over talking to you about, but um, when we were in school, primary school, we went on a school trip to the fucking water treatment plant. Yes, yes, it's sewage works, yeah. yeah. Well, they showed us all the sewage works. <laughs> I think it speaks for a lot of school, like, let's take the kids to, to the sewage plant and let's look at actual shit being happened. Yeah. yeah, hey, this could be you one day. <laughs> yeah, it was actually an inspirational thing, wasn't it? It was like the yeah. week after the recycling plant. And um, they told us, it took, it took us on all like they were the made blocks out of the, the toilet paper and runoff which had been yeah. collected. And like that was on a big conveyor belt, and they saw the sort of the twisty concrete things just lifted water out of the um, the mulch and treated water, yeah. And they said, Look at this, look at this. And I think some of us wandered off to like a, a side, just turned to a very small corner. And it was a massive, like two meters wide pipe with shit just being pumped yes. out of it constantly, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, like, let's keep the kids away from that, but not, not too far away. Let's just, if they turn their heads, they can see. It. <laughs> so that's going to be up there in terms of you know horrific things I've seen. Uh, on that on that trip, I remember our friend Ian Hall on the bus on the way there. He said he did a big log that morning and put a little flag in it, and I knew he was lying. Uh, but for the whole day, I was keeping an eye out for a little flag on the turn going past. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, anyway, uh, regarding this rug, um, I think the reason I was so baffled by it is that okay, you say these videos are very popular, but does it, it's, I'm guessing if you have enough followers, you can have you know adverts on there eventually mm. or something, or you get traffic. But I'm not sure who this is for in terms of who's popping from this. In terms of they've bought like a. I, mean, I don't know how expensive the rug is, but it made it absolutely filthy and spent, I'm mean, going to guess, at least as much again cleaning yeah. the damn thing. And for an audience, which, based on the comments, isn't buying it at all. No, no, they seem to actively hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do like the comments which are criticising their waste of water, which is fair. You're like, Yeah, I've, I've often thought that, too. These things, like, I can see people find this relaxing and likeable, but it's the whole... The waste of it all, the, both in terms of resources and time, yeah. and everyone's it's attention. It, they're lying so. to everybody to make a rug that dirty. They're wasting water to clean it. It's all lies. Yeah. It's just a waste of time and resources, isn't it? It's a bad thing, I think, Dean. I think this is real bad. Yeah, but for all this benefit, I mean, who's in, in terms of getting likes on Instagram? Oh. That is essentially worthless. I mean, as far as I can tell. If you get somebody from it, it's not enough. No. <laughs> but, uh, no. No. Yeah, you seem like a massive waste of time all right. When you get up to heaven and they ask you what have you achieved in your life and you show them this video, oh, you're in for a hot time down in hell, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so what yeah. are you going to give it that? Um, 
I'll give it a one. I would give it less, but one for intrigue because I still don't know how they made it this dirty. That's true, actually, yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. I hate everything about it, apart from the fact that, okay. like, what what is it that's on top of it? <laughs> yeah, what what have they done? It, it, that seems like a, a genuine level yeah. of ingenuity of, yep, this is, we make this rug as filthy as possible in yeah. a short space of time. There may be a, a use for that, <laughs> that skill, but uh, I don't know what it is, but it's done. It's done. It's done. They've done it. They've done it. Oh, welcome back. So, Dean, I've got something to show you now. Something I found on this website. It's a popular website. It's called eBay. Not not a, not familiar with it, but, you know, you um, like me. It's a good place to go if you need a haunted doll, Dean. Uh, let me show you this now. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, Dean, is an um, empty bag of crisps, essentially. Okay. And it's on sale for one thousand eight hundred pounds. <laughs> Apparently, that's what it, what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, right. So, I'll, so listen, I'll say the full product description is Rare Walker's winner crisp packet with a sealed £5 note. £5 payday baller. Hashtag, sorry. Hashtag payday baller. Okay. Um, do you have any more context for this? You know, the, the buy it now price is £1,800, but you could make an offer. <laughs> uh, it's got two pictures. There's a picture of the front of the packet here. Um, right. I don't remember this competition or whatever. I don't either. That's what I'm sort of going to ask you about. My power of deduction are telling me, my detective instinct is telling me that this was a competition they were running in multi-pack bags where some bags had £5 notes in them. Oh, okay. So what happens is this person has won um, a bag with £5 in and they've never opened it. And um, now, however many years later, they're trying to sell it on eBay as a rare item with £1,800. It's <laughs> 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 so fucking stupid. Well, here we go. The best before date is the 12th of August, 2017. So it's the 2017 oh, okay. promotional thing that walkers were doing. There's some more um, information about the item here. Here's the item description from the seller. Outstanding. I highly doubt you will find another packet still fully sealed with the crisp still in it and the sealed £5 note. We found the packet in a six-pack of cheese and onion. Funnily enough, not even a ready-salted pack. Oh, that's because um, the, the actual pack itself says ready-salted on it, not cheese and onion, Dean. So that makes it worth a little bit more. Yeah. Hope it goes to a good home. <laughs> What do you care? 18 800 pounds for a pack of the crisps. And here's the, the key sentence, Dean. Reluctant sale due to my father not being able to work anymore. <laughs> I really shouldn't <laughs> laugh at that, but like yeah, I think if I think it's fair to laugh at that, Dean. I think normally that would be a <laughs> yeah, sad thing. Yeah, you know People what? were selling their prized family possessions on, on eBay. Because they or a war yeah, medal or something, exactly, you know. yeah, or the father's record collection, but a bag of crisps with a five pound note in it that expired uh, five years ago at this point for one thousand eight hundred pounds. Can you imagine the, the scene in the the BBC melodrama they make about this? Like the dance <laughs> in he's on like the bed downstairs. He can't go upstairs anymore. He's got the oxygen mask on, like. <laughs> 
Where are you going, boy? <laughs> That's going down, going down pawn shop because obviously Northern, they always are Northern. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you better not be selling my prize bank crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Dad, you're not a well man. You can't keep living like this. I will die before I give up them crisps. <laughs> Music starts swelling. He runs up the house. You know, son of mine. I'm in twenty twenty five. Who would star in that film, Dean? Oh God! Who's, who's, who's worthy? Who's a worthy? Actor? John Travolta, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's going to be his comeback film. <laughs> is he the dad or the son? Because he never plays the Christmas. <laughs> He's got John Travolta under his arm, a thirty-year-old boy. Yeah, just a begging Christian. <laughs> He's in a very realistic dog costume for no reason. <laughs> and it just says crisps on his flank. See your episode. <laughs> He's got a crisp sewn to his head, like, <laughs> like his wig. <laughs> John Travolta. Hey, Dean, good news. Yeah. Uh, this product is available for £84.90 per month for 24 months. <laughs> <laughs> you could literally buy a car for that. The car you need to go and drive and pick up the crisps to save on postage. <laughs> yeah, I am. Mean, I, I, um, despite the fact that it's eighteen hundred pounds, do you? Um, so I don't remember this at all. I don't remember this offer. It wasn't that long ago. And nah, this promotion, no. I like crisps. Like I, I'm a. I'm, I'm, I, I don't necessarily follow the crisp literature, but um, sort of thing I would have noticed. I mean, my kids were younger then, like they were eating crisps, so I. Are you a Walker's man anyway? I don't tend to buy them. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think they're that great, really. They I used to like them. the market. Yeah, yeah, go on. I, I used to like, like you say, I used to like them, and they um once they once they call the market, I think they just went downhill because they could. Yeah, they had yeah. a monopoly, didn't they? Yeah, I always preferred. Well, growing up, of course, we had the Dragon Crisps, and we also had Golden Wonder. Yes, we did. And I would take either of those or the Walkers back in the day. Yes, and remember the um, Smiths cheese and pickle crisps? Those were yeah, like the Smiths. gold dust. Possibly I think the Smiths crisps. have got incorporated into Walkers, haven't they? Yeah, lots of things did, like Monster Munch did, and like mm-hmm. they, 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 as soon as they did, like it was like selling them to the big brand, and they lost their charm. Yes, so often, which is bleak. But um, mm. and a more recent development is that um, I think whoever's bought out Walkers as a a new um, multinational conglomerate. So that's why we're getting things like Flaming Hot Cheetos now, where we never used to have that and things like that. God. I'm going to blame Brexit for this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You get Neil Sarkani on the line. He knows his crisps. <laughs> we'll he does, see. actually. We'll get him on. Yeah. Let's see if, he can see if he's up for it. Yeah. But the um, multi-pack bags of crisps are disappeared in any way, I think. I mean, I will buy a sharing bag because... I mean, maybe it was by the whole day of sharing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, this is definitely lots of other people. But yeah. well, if you buy, a, if it's walkers or whatever, you buy a bag in the shop, you get a bag of walkers. But if you buy a multi-pack, you don't. You get a half a bag at most, which is like the size. Do you think of, so? Do you think the, the I, multi-pack, I, I, and they I, all say the same um, I, weight on there. They're all 30 I, grams. I'm totally not convinced. I'm, unless they put less air in them to save space, but no, I'm, I'm sure they're smaller. 
this is very interesting, Dean. Do you know, Dean, this this might be the only um, uh, conspiracy theory that I, I know that you believe in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go with this. Yeah, I mean... I, you think something's up there, do you? They, you think they're out to get you on the crisps? I, I, they, I can only go on my own perception, but they always seem smaller to me. I mean, it could, again, it could be a smaller bag, because obviously you can fit a lot more crisps into an actual standard walker's bag. You can put, you know, but you could put more in. I think they're all the same size, seen that. Uh, I've got to test this now. Is this like a Mandela I like effect? I, I like <laughs> this, that, that you were convinced that the 30 gram standard packet of crisps that you get in a multi bag are smaller than the ones you would buy individually, singles. I like this, wow. Tina. This is a new angle for you. In 40 years, I've known you that I never thought you'd be a conspiracy theorist purely based <laughs> on weight and dimension of crisp. Well, in terms of uh, conspiracies, obviously, the, the fewer human factors involved, the better. Like this whole thing about people who believe like world dominating conspiracies. I've mm. such a massively optimistic idea of human organizational skills. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I think when it comes to crisps, <laughs> you need to get away with pulling the fast one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm going to test this as soon as I can. I'm going to go to the shop. I'm going to buy a multi pack and like a standard pack, standard, a couple of standard bags, weigh them on my scales and see what, see what I get. And I'll put the, I'll send you the photos and we'll discuss it later uh, at a later point. There we are. Then this is a promise to the listeners. Mm. Absolutely, yes. Excellent. Actual science happening in real yeah, time. Actual yes. science on the fly <laughs> in real time. Fantastic. I tell you what, this podcast, on this episode alone, this experiment alone, has deserved all of the government funding we've been getting. Your tax dollars at work, <laughs> listeners. Uh, uh, while I was looking at this thing, um, right. it took me down uh, Nostalgia Avenue. Yeah. Because cool. there's a, a roaring trade. I say roaring. What's a trade? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a trade, yeah. It was like a a quiet mewling trade, I guess. <laughs> of old bags of crisps and tea bags of crisps. Thing. Wow. So I'm gonna show you some now. So this is like uh circa nineteen eighty eight to ninety one walk. I remember those crisps. Yeah, the the red band packets, yeah, and the green yeah. ones. This is the pre-aluminium foil days as well. And there has, there's two bags here, salt vinegar flavour, ready salted, six ninety five each. This actually is slightly annoying me because this is a classic pack of Walker's Crisps, salt mm. vinegar, but it's green. Now, yes. I am, again, <laughs> not to be a crisp, crisp conspiracy theorist again, but it was Walker's who decided salt vinegar are green now, right? Yeah, yeah, Walker's decided that, yeah. yeah because, so, as we said earlier, that they've got the monopoly now. Yeah. That's that, the crisp colour of salt vinegar. Yeah. And well, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, salt vinegar is blue, isn't it? Yeah, it is blue. Also, every, every other brand says it's blue, and I totally agree with that. But I thought it was the foil era that, where that happened. But looking at this, it actually was the cellophane era of crisp packet, which decided it was green. No, I think I think they were always, well, I'm not sure about always, but... Oh, see, I, I remember, remember them, them being the outlier. Yeah, you know? I remember them changing. I remember it being a big thing of like they're green or something. Like, it was like, ooh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, son of mine. <laughs> I'm thinking of that dad again. <laughs> it's relentless obsession with crisps. Well, look at this one here now. Like, mm. uh, this sold in 1st of October 2023. So 
recently as of recording. And these are modern crisps. So all the other ones that I've looked at were yeah. um, old and worth collecting. But that's a modern pack of squares. Yes, that's a modern Definitely. pack of squares. Uh, the, the McCoys, they look like, yeah, they're old. Hang on, fuck off. You can't sell a packet of Hazda Cheesy Wiggles own brand. No, who's collected that? What the fuck? Who's that much for completist? I must get a bag of Hazda own brand Cheesy Wiggles. It's bullshit, isn't it? Here we are. Yeah. I think here's some old-fashioned monster munch. Now, the, 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 now this makes more sense. Yes, I'm okay yeah. with this. This one went for £20. It's the yellow bag with the pink monster on it, which was roast beef flavour. Do you know what? If I was actually a full bag, I would have paid that. Oh, definitely. I'd yeah, love cause... to eat that now. It'd be like eating that rug from earlier, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just pure filth, but in a good way. Just like yeah, pure, yeah. pure non-stop layers of filth. <laughs> oh, and, and this is another thing. There's crisps here. Uh, these ones are 70, so I guess they were before our time. But there's some things I've never even seen before. No. Um, um, hang on. Oh, they've got the classic Space Raiders, which every uh, pack had told a story. But do you remember... Golden Wonder Rock and Rollers? I don't. Uh, no, they said the 70s. That was before our time. Oh, that was before uh, our time. In fairness, that was before our time. Uh, uh, spring, no. Uh, the, yeah, these are all 70 bags. Um, hang on, I'm going to find one from our time, I guess. I remember that old white skip, uh, Smith's packet of uh, salt and shake. That's uh, that's been there. Yes. Uh, where you would add your own salt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It felt like you were cooking then. It felt like people like sprinkled like garnish on noodles. Like, yeah, I'm a chef. <laughs> well, I think that's right. I think I introduced a lot of people to the concept of flavour. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of uh, crisps and the same. Oh, can't be fries. This can't be fries. Yeah, the pub I used to, used to live in had loads of those. Man, they could just uh, help ourselves. Probably weren't meant to, but we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we yeah. can help us out to scampy fry and all the cleaning fluid from the line as much as we <laughs> yeah, wanted. Which we thought was beer. And a lot of our friends had very low, low exam results. Where is that? <laughs> oh, I've been drinking bleach out of the pipes in Dean's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beer's not very nice, actually. No, no. no. Well, you know, if it worked, it would have kept them clowns off a drink, but it didn't, did it? <laughs> Fair enough. So what are we going to give the concept of old-timey crisps? The concept of old-timey crisps, I'm very in favour of. Um, I would give it a full five. The concept of selling an old pack of crisps from a multi-pack, which has a five on it for £1,800, <laughs> I'm give it a two because it's not lying. It is saying, you know, this is what you're getting. But the assumption that it's worth that, people agree with it, bothers me. So yeah. that gets a two. Old crisps in general get a full five. The only... Circumstance in which that five pound note in that unsealed bag of crisps would be worth eighteen hundred pounds is if it's one of those rare five pound notes where the queen has got a tit out, isn't it? <laughs> you mean those are rare? <laughs> I won't dispute that. But again, it's from twenty seventeen. Those fibers are probably still well in circulation. It's not like in twenty years' time, like oh, this will be an old five in here as well. Yeah. I can sort of see it. Um, mm. A lot of green crisps. But, uh, well, we've got the plastic fibres now, haven't we? The ones that yeah. strip out your pocket and whiff away on the wind. <laughs> yeah. Which are annoying. Let's, let's, let's... They are fucking awful. If they, anything that sums up the downfall of this country, I think it's the way we've, we've transferred the plastic money. Yeah. I'm not a man who carries a wallet about me. I don't need that extra weight 
I need to be going at the top maximum speed with the, yeah. with the lowest uh, air resistance against me. I need to be aerodynamic, listener. I can't be cutting a wallet. I, at any point, the law may be on his tail. Exactly. <laughs> and if they see money flittering out of my pockets as I'm huffing away from the, the police, they think that is a bribe, and I, that's an extra five years of my sentence, so I can't be dealing with that. No. So I'm going to give the, the crisps a three. I think there's a good chance that that um, £5 in there will be worth more than £5, but it's not going to be worth £1,800. Oh, no, true enough. Hello. 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 Matthias Loop. Okay. Matthias Loop is a German Nordic combined skier who competed from 1996 to 2001. At the 1998 Winter Olympics in Nagano, he finished sixth in the 4x5km team event. Loop's Best World Cup finish was eighth. He did that on three occasions of varied distances in 1997 and 1998. He earned three individual career victories from 1996 to 2001, all in World Cup B events. Hey, first thoughts. This yep. does sort of uh, help support my theory of people who famous after 2000 have a Wikipedia page because he's right on the cusp, but he's before it and in terms of his sport and success, relatively nondescript. So, yep. yeah, he just, you know, he's caught the splashback from the 2000 barrier, which I keep me on about. So, this is we following my theory that everyone thinks of 2000 is more like a Wikipedia page. This, I say this supports my theory rather than disputes it. But, um, skiing, I'm going to guess you've never tried. No, absolutely not. No, same here. Do you have any uh, interest in doing so? No, uh, skiing is—it's not for people like me. Dude. Or me, no. Uh, without indulging in class reductionism, I don't think we are built for skiing. Dude. <laughs> no, but uh, to indulge in class reductionism, um, <laughs> when I first did my PhD, like a lot of uh, my peers were like, uh, "So, um, uh, when did you, when, when did you last go skiing? What? what? <laughs> when did I last? <laughs> Why would I have I ever gone skiing? Because it's the yeah. done thing. It's like." Like me asking you, when did you last go to Pedalo? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it probably wasn't recent, but it must have happened at some point. Yeah. But yeah. when did you last ride a donkey on a beach? <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah, well, that's what you should have said to them. I bet they've never fucking ridden a donkey on the beach. That's a lot more fun than it sounds as well, riding a donkey on the beach. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. I will stand by that, Dean. I think riding a donkey on a beach is better than skiing. I'll go with that. I'm happy to do that, yeah. Yeah, donkeys are cool. I'm <laughs> a big fan of donkeys, but mm. um, I remember, yeah. remember the heat wave as we were coming out of COVID. Yes, yes, that was a pretty intense one. Yeah, absolute piercing heat. And uh, for some reason, uh, me, my wife, and child, we went to the beach for the call. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much dressed like the Adams family. <laughs> we were in like uh, full woolen clothes. And it was like 92 degrees. <laughs> like it was the 1910s. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very much like that, yeah. On the beast posing for a photo of those cameras, it takes 20 yeah. minutes. I, <laughs> I took my uh, summer top hat down to Earth Call. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the beach, and my wife and child, um, 
we have to try and find the sea. It was at least nine hours away because the tide was out. <laughs> and I couldn't face it in. So I, I sat in the, the sand. And what they did was uh, they set up the, the donkey riding stall around me. <laughs> and I was too hot to move. <laughs> they thought you were one of them. <laughs> they might have done. They, they either thought I was one of them or they thought I was a donkey turd that had just been out <laughs> left there. But either way, they set it all up around me. So I was just surrounded by donkeys shitting everywhere. It was, and I, I swear to God, it was about 100 degrees. Awful, awful day. Where's Nagano, Dean, going back to this um, article? <laughs> Shall I click on that? Yeah, tell us where Nagano is. Uh, it is always oh, in Japan, Dean. Okay, fair enough. Looks like a good place. You're nice. Um... Question answered, back to the article. Yeah. I don't think of Japan as being very wintry. I guess in my head it's always like sort of, it's sort of like uh, uh, technological, like just forget it has like an actual climate and stuff. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes. Yeah, they got big tall mountains. Yeah, of course they have, yes. It's not all cyborgs, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but Matthias Lube, he's from, uh, where are you from? German. German, yeah. How do you pronounce that? Lube, lube, lube. Not sure. I'm not sure we'd find out either. That's all. Yeah. Right, here we go. Hang on. We're going to find out how to say this. Uh, to describe it, it's L O O and then like a funny curly B. Yeah, that probably means something. Doesn't I'm going to find a website which will tell us how you say it. No, I'm going to pick this German thing. Matthias Luz. Luz. Oh, Luz. Okay, Matthias Luz. So, Matthias Lube, apologies if you're out there. <laughs> We've just been accusing you of being a mid-level skier this entire time. But we still want to lose him. We just had his name wrong. Well, I suppose. But <laughs> Matthias Lube is like sort of German plumber or something. <laughs> I am not a skier. <laughs> Why are you accusing me of this? Uh, uh, what else? We, there's not a lot to talk about. No, it's stuff, literally two sentences, an entire article. Um, hey, hang oh. on. What's a Nordic combined? We don't know what that is. Come on, this could uh, be a real fucking thing here. Hang on. Uh, before you go, I will say that uh, the external link about the article just says Matthias Luce at the bottom, so we could just look at that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. But we got the little robot to tell us, so, you know. Welcome to the future. <laughs> Nordic combined is a winter sport which athletes compete in cross country skiing and ski jumping. Oh, boring! They don't even—it's not even one of the ones where they have a no. gun. Did <laughs> no? I see. Looking at the little uh, pictogram to represent the sport, yeah, it looks like the ski jumper has been stabbed in the balls <laughs> does, by, yes. by his uh, quote-unquote companion who is doing cross country. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like a James Bond thing. He's been assaulted by skiers. This is getaway, and he's just stabbing him in the bollocks left, right, in the centre. Which, <laughs> I mean, if, if that's a, if that's an Olympic sport, I'll, I'll happily be pro skiing. <laughs> How many stabs in the balls could you take if it meant you could be an Olympic champion? Um, as someone who's been stabbed in the balls more than once, I'm going to say three. <laughs> three oh, yeah, I know I can good. handle at least two because again, it's happened. So, um... without well, going to the semi final and then it's open play, there anything could happen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It comes down to who can take the pressure on the day then, I think. Yeah. I think uh, my complete lack of skiing ability might be a factor. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you got to ski as well, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you better be really good at taking it to the balls, then, isn't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it to five. I'll take five stabs to the balls. <laughs> Here comes Dean. He seems to be skiing on a pair of uh, slippers shaped like Gromit from Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> But his, his balls are massively inflamed. He's coming in balls first. <laughs> Look at his balls. He is the pride of Southwest Wales. <laughs> We're going to give it a shot, can't you? I can give it. Uh, uh, I give it a two because there are two lines in it, and they are fairly informative. But um, I don't know. I feel like it's been. Matthias Luce has been given a slightly short shrift because he just says nothing else about him. But, you know, it confirms my theory that uh, people who are famous 40,000 don't get Wikipedia attention. So mm. I'll give it a two. I think it's, uh, it's earned that much, at least. Fair I'm going to give it a one. I would like to have seen a picture of Matthias Luce. Assuming he's ever existed. He might not have done. This could be absolute bollocks. I bollocks. I'm going to give it no by five, Dean. I think you're right there. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the conspiracy theories that I... People give a short shrift on crisps. I've made this article. They throw us off the scent. That's what they've done. They have. It's a cabal, listeners. Yeah. It's a cabal. James Whale. He's on to us, man. He's on to us. Burn down your house and divorce your wife. <laughs>